Good morning, everybody. Oh, nine of you. Thank you, nine people. Usually get like nine, average nine people uh, tuning into my podcasts. So good for you. <laughs> These turkeys, they offer a little laugh track. Um, I'm up early because we just uh, had a, you know, bob, it might have been a bobcat or it was probably a, it could have been a <clears throat> mountain lion actually. Tried to snag one of my chickens yesterday. And uh, those are some coyotes out there. And I have tons of chickens. Well, I mean, like, compared to how many chickens they have. So, yeah, it's like 16, no, not even, 5.30 in the morning. Still dark. <clears throat> and uh, we haven't listened to a Gaia show for a while, so uh, I think we should... Some Matthias de Stefano is in order. This is called The Journey of Remembering, Part 7, Ancestral Guidance. From the Pyramids of Egypt to the Mysteries of the Americas, join Matthias de Stefano as he shares his journey of remembering, explaining the necessity of healing the balance of masculine and feminine energies. Matthias shows how he is able to do this by bringing information from other levels of consciousness into crystal spheres. <clears throat> Witness Mattia channel ancestral guidance to unite the wisdom of the ancient salt flats in North America and align the eyes of the... I've actually seen that shit. With the egg in the... The egg of the dragon, the power within... These are the names of his other uh, Journey of Remembering shows. See all episodes. The Calling. 11, 11, 11. Part 2, part 3. Okay. Roma Amor, the land of no one, the path of the dragon. Power within. Okay, where's part one? Show episodes one. Okay, the calling. Let's see if I've watched this before. I've covered many of these in the past. My name is Matias Estefano, and my purpose is to remember. At a young age, I began to remember living in a colony of the ancient civilization of Atlantis. Then, I began to remember living on other planets. 
in another star systems and dimensions. I started to understand how everything I remember has a purpose in my mission here and now. To help reconnect the network of consciousness of planet Earth in a plan that in Atlantis we called Atartumti, bring heaven on Earth. This mission began with organizing a get- Um... That's awesome. You know, Matthias gets a lot of hate online, I noticed. Um, I've looked him up. Yeah, that people people say some really, you know. Um, rude, disrespectful. Uh, you know, try to. It's the fucking Trump troll. Trump trolls and the, you know, they, these people, they, they're fighting tooth and nail, having their consciousness raised. ...of thousands of people to create that network. Then, I was guided on a journey to over 40 countries where I deposited special keys in 50 sacred Kundalini chakra locations on the planet to help open these portals and activate humanity's true potential as neurons of the Earth. The more the portals open like flowers on the planet, the more flow of energy for everyone. For the planet Earth, not just humans, not just trees, but everything on this planet, our home, ourselves. I've encountered dark energies, manifesting earthquakes, being kidnapped, and have survived several near disasters, all as a part of a mission that I started over 12,000 years ago in the age of Leo. In this age, I can now spread this ancient knowledge all over the world to enormous crowds and to millions over the internet. This is my mission. I hope it helps you find yours. it's aligned to my mission and I I guess that I don't do much besides what I am supposed to do but um, this is not something that right now bothers me because I am enjoying it I really enjoy doing what I do and to go all around the world and to connect all these nodes of energy and to share and teach people about my memories. This is something that for me right now is, is something I live in balance with. But um, it was not always like this. I have always been related to the spiritual world because since I was born, they were there. I could see them, they were talking to me, they were teaching me how to be in this world, how to uh, handle the reality as, as a human. They would teach me how to understand the, the other person, how to be a friend, how to go to school, how to learn, how to feel, how to think. I, I was like, I felt like I was a spirit on holidays in a weird country that, that we call planet Earth. And they were constantly in my life. For me, they were family 
all these things from other dimensions, they were my friends. They are calling me to see, hey, how, how are you doing? I cannot see them. They are in other worlds, but for me, are family or friends. And there was a moment when they told me, now you have to remember. Now you, you will remember. Not only see us and remember us from other dimensions, but also remember your soul. So when I was 11, 12 years old, I started to remember my lives and all the emotion was the only way in which I could remember. It was not like information, it was emotion of all the beings, all the people that I have been and that I have been with. My family was agnostic, so they had no idea about spiritual things, but uh, they were creative. My mom was creative, so she loved to listen what I was saying, like if I was just having a lot of imagination and that I had no idea how to handle that imagination. But of course I thought many times I was getting crazy until I started to find many others that also remembered. And when I was a child, I had no idea about what I was doing, why I was doing this. And they told me in a few years, when it will be 2012, you have to connect and talk with many people in the world and your mission will start. And you have to be ready for that moment. And I was supposed to be 24 years old when, in 2012 and, uh, and I was like, um, I don't know how I'm gonna do anything that you are saying because I, I don't know how to speak with people. I really was afraid of people and I don't really want to be in touch with the spiritual world. Along the years, I started to accept my nature, like being this weird person. I never was afraid of saying what was happening to me. I was always sharing with my mom, mostly my friends, everything that I was remembering, uh, everything that I was feeling. I wanted to become a teacher. so. I could help others like me that were coming to this world to have idea of how to survive here, to learn how to live in this world and not to forget and to be balanced in this reality. That's why I went to study education. My mission is bounded by education. I just want to help people to understand or to help to remember. Suddenly one of my guides told me, if you are not centered in yourself, if you don't work with your spirit, with your own mind and your own soul, and you don't heal your history, and you don't realize why you have gone through all this path, so you're not going to be able to help anybody. You're not going to be able to, to bring heaven on earth. First, you need to go through all the process of yourself and to recognize the power of your own spirit so you could do what you have come to do. Every time that I wanted to go through the path of uh, working in education or society or politics, uh, the whole path took me away so I could go back to, the, to my nature because I was trying to be someone that I was not. And this was one of the times that I realized about that was when I was in the university and I was doing this uh, career of psychopedagogy to to help in schools and suddenly my guides came and said 
you don't belong in this place. You have learned everything that you needed to learn and you have to leave. And I was fighting with them saying, no, I won't live here. Uh, in this world, you need a title to be believed. Uh, you need um, a degree so people could say, okay, this person knows something. So uh, until I don't finish my university, I won't leave this place and I won't start my mission. So suddenly that month, I started to have problems in the university. I failed uh, in every class. I started to speak in different languages. Um, I sometimes forgot how to speak Spanish. Uh, so I was having all these kind of problems until I just decided, okay, I have to leave university. And when I did that, and suddenly the people started to wonder what I was talking about. So I start to share my, my vision of education, but suddenly they said, but why do you have this vision? Why, from where it comes from? And I started to explain my memories and uh, all the things that I know from the universe and, and to explain why the new children are being born and the new consciousness and so on. So suddenly I understood that my job was not with kids. It was with the parents and the teachers. They started to ask me a lot of questions to film what I was saying. And they invited me to congresses to make speeches and to speak and blah. So this is how I ended up in YouTube. And a lot of people started to watch what I was sharing, even though I had no much idea of what I was sharing precisely. But during all this process, when I started to do that, I realized how many people were remembering also like me and everyone were saying I remember exactly the same but you organized that there was a lot of people that thought that I know many things but I never consider myself knowing things I just remember things and sometimes I was feeling like people believe that I am wise because of what I'm, I'm explaining People could say, okay, this person knows something. So uh, until I don't finish my university, I won't leave this place and I won't start my mission. So suddenly that month, I started to have problems in the university. I failed uh, in every class. I started to speak in different languages. Um, I sometimes <coughs> forgot how to speak Spanish. Uh, so I was having all these kind of problems until I just decided, okay, I have to leave university. And when I did that, and suddenly the people started to wonder what I was talking about. <laughs> so I start to share my, my vision of education, but suddenly they said, but why do you have this vision? Why, from where it comes from? And I started to explain my memories and uh, all the things that I know from the universe and, and to explain why the new children are being born and the new consciousness and so on. So suddenly I understood that my job was not with kids. It was with the parents and the teachers. They started to ask me a lot of questions to film what I was saying. And they invited me to congresses to make speeches and to speak and blah. So this is how I ended up in YouTube. And a lot of people started to watch I was sharing, even though I had no much idea of what I was sharing precisely.
But during all this process, when I started to do that, I realized how many people were remembering also like me. And everyone were saying, I remember exactly the same, but you organized that. There was a lot of people that thought that I know many things, but I never consider myself knowing things. I just remember things. And sometimes I was feeling like people believe that I am wise because of what I'm, I'm explaining, but I'm not wise. I, I'm just repeating like a parrot what my spirit says. I, my personality is not like that. My personality wants just to enjoy, to play, and to, to get fun in this reality. I was 23 years old, approximately, uh, when during a worship in Menorca, in Spain, I was talking in front of 300 people and suddenly I forgot everything. And at that moment, I felt like empty. And my guides told me, you, we are cleaning you because this is the only moment you are connected. It's the only moment when we can, we can download new information. So they told me, um, in the end of this year, you have to make a gathering so people could gather in the capital of the inner world of Argentina. And you have to call them to be all together in the day 11, 11, 11. And that day you will receive the next steps. So you will start your mission. When I received this information of the 11-11-11, they told me this is why that day is special. Because the mind of many people are connected to the same idea. That makes that day a portal. We need that day to download the information, to start to reconnect the network of thinking of something that was beyond humans. That is the network, the network of consciousness. This organization of the gathering was not only about how do we organize the logistics for this gathering, it was also about facing all these conflicts and other dimensions. We had to go to a spot in Argentina called Capilla del Monte. In this region, there is a specific energetical spot where all the remnants of the cosmos went there and they hold all the information of, of the Earth. So we went there to receive guidance of what we have to do. So they told us we needed to go to specific spots to clean the energy. So when the gathering was held in, in that region, we would be able to, um, to move the energy uh, correctly. Our goal was to heal the territory of Argentina for the future. They told us in 200 years, this region would be one of the most important to reestablish the order of a new civilization. So in order to be that, we needed to face the darkness that was keeping this energy. So while my mom and other friends were organizing the logistics in 
the city with other friends we went to these spots of Argentina to make the cleaning of this energy. We went to four provinces, one of them in Salta, in the Atacama Desert, the other one in La Rioja, which is a region called Talampaya, then the other one in the Aconcagua, in Mendoza, and the other one in Nahuelhuapi, which is a lake in Neuquén and Rio Negro. These regions that we had to go to anchor this energy and clean were the main regions that represented the throat chakra of Argentina, the liver of Argentina, the kidneys of Argentina, and the root chakra. So by cleaning those portals, it would be easier to, uh, to move the energy in the core, which is the plexus in Cordoba. One of the most important stories that I had was when we went to Salta, and uh, in the middle of the desert, we were driving to the volcano that we were supposed to go in a rental car. And when we were heading to that region, we saw this dark energy coming and rolling the car. And the car started to spin. All the glass broke and everything started to come inside the car. We had an accident in the middle of the desert. After all the rollings that we did in the middle of the desert, nothing happened to us. We were like clean. And we went outside the car and an ambulance just stopped. And we couldn't believe that, but the ambulance was right behind of us, 200 kilometers away from every city. And they said, we saw the accident, what happened? So my guide told me, you have to say the truth always, don't lie. So I went to them and said, well, energetical black um, snake rolled the car. And, and, and so the car was broken and they said, yes, yes, okay, these things happen here. So uh, we would take you to the doctor. So we went to this city and the doctor, she also said, uh, yes, we know that these things happened here. It's a very special place. And even the policemen said that they offer constantly in ceremonies fruits to the earth, to the Pachamama, because they know that uh, bad spirits are in that region. So we could speak freely with the whole population. When I started to go around the planet and to go to these mountains and portals, there were always dark beings in every one of those places. And some people would say, Matthias is working with dark energies. But when you are in the matter, what you realize is that the high vibrational beings that are in other dimensions cannot touch matter, but the dark ones does. So they are like the dogs taking care of the temples, like the ones that want to bite you, to to kill you so nobody could get into the portal. When you treat those dogs like puppies and you thank them because they were taking care of this, but don't worry, I will, I will respect this reality. I won't go against you. They just allow you to go and they help you. They guide you to the portal. So we went to the mountain again with another car 
and we were talking with these dark beings around the mountain, and they said, we are, we are only allow this energy to flow if you, in exchange, give us destruction, so we could recreate our world in this region. So we said, destruction like what? And they said, uh, so it would be an earthquake. By the earthquake, we would destroy it and we will raise energy that we need uh, for our world. And we said, okay, but no deaths. So we were fighting and discussing uh, in a meeting, um, no death in this earthquake. So they agree after uh, a while. And seven days after that, there was an earthquake in that region that destroyed many villages. But there was no harm, no people harmed. When that happened, we knew that we were ready to keep going. Uh, so we went to La Rioja. And in La Rioja, we also did this energetical cleaning. Then in the other mountain in Mendoza, told us that this, what we were doing, was for the future generations. So they would give us the energy for the kids. So my goal was not just to explain to the people what we were doing, but also to talk with the other dimensions, to talk with the beings that usually everyone sees that they are against us and to bring them to the same purpose, to say, no, we understand what you are doing, but we need to work together. We are losing time fighting. My guides pushed me towards the darkness to face it and to teach me something important. One of my biggest teachings during the organization of the 11-11 was to be neutral. And to be neutral means not to be working for the light and neither for the darkness. But to realize that both forces were one working with just one goal, which was evolution. I know that many people think that the darkness is working against evolution, but it's not precisely like this. It's just another way of evolution. They just want to evolve in a different way and with different tools. So what we needed to do was to find the balance. This brought me this peace inside that I hadn't come here like a light worker or like a warrior for the light, for the enlightenment, but more like uh, someone trying to find the balance and to connect the missing links that separated all of us as not only human beings, but also in different dimensions. That day in the morning, we had this 6,000 people. The whole day was kind of like magic. And they said, well, you have to deliver keys in the specific portals to open the Kundalini of the world.
that was interesting. Let's go into part two. Part two. Eleven, eleven, eleven. Shaza, Grossa Shaza. How about part three? Hmm. 